Hello and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. I'm your host, Executive Coach Mary Lee Gannon, where my guests and I share fun and simple strategies to manage yourself so that you can show up the way you want in work relationships in life and not default to past behaviors that leave you disappointed. The Still Space is where you learn to take an intentional moment to challenge habitual assumptions that hold you back with enlightened truths that boost your genius. We transform drama, resentment, doubt, unmet expectations, and self-sabotage to executive presence, self-control, deep sleep, healthy choices, and more connection with people who matter while it still matters. It's time. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. Okay, leader, many of you have reached out and asked me what it's like to work with me in my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life Circle. So I'm going to give you a very brief overview of exactly what you get in working with me for that six-month program. You get transformation. You get walking into any room, any situation, knowing you belong, having control, having people come to you. But on a tangible basis, what does that look like? It starts with seven one-on-one laser-focused individual coaching sessions with me over six months, and then access to the six months of live weekly small group coaching calls. And because you know I only coach a handful of people, sometimes there are only two or three people on those calls. Sometimes it's only you and me. So that's like another weekly coaching session And you get to get the perspective of other executive leaders who are in the same place that you are. Get six-month access to my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life time-saving assets, trainings, modules, and all kinds of workbooks that personalize this to you. The self-discovery is inspiring. Can't wait to get on to the next module and see how much more self-control you'll have over those negative thoughts that have been holding you back. There's a private online community where we can share daily questions, but the special bonus is you have 24-7 email access to me. I'm your coach on call. You want me to look at your resume? I'm happy to. Any of the exercises that you're having difficulty with, you don't have to wait to the call. You just reach out to me and I will get back to you within 24 work hours. You're having a problem at work with somebody? I'm your coach on call. There's a leadership intake analysis that I read on my own time so that I can get more background on you, not have to use up your sessions with me. And exclusive to this program, Flow on the Go Weekly Planner, where you can track your routines, track your gratitude, track what's changing, what's showing up for you. Well, what does this look like over the six months, Mary Lee? Okay, number one, that first month, you notice your patterns, your habits. You start noticing the patterns and habits of others. You have defined your signature strengths and your personal values and you're applying those. And now you're starting to dream again. You have a vision for yourself, for your career and your life. You've stopped judging yourself and others. In month two, this is where I've taught you how to self-regulate with curiosity. You process difficult and stale emotions and release them. You replace your stuck story with how you're not whatever enough. 
and you are now creating a career plan with confidence, feeling worthy, you have self-control over negative thoughts, over your behavior, and months three to six, you are playing blue sky big. You are soaring here. You are self-empowered. You execute your career and life plan. You shine, apply for stretch roles if that's what you want. You have better relationships and control over your food intake, your sleep, your exercise, your self-care. You have compassion for yourself. And you know that person that you really dislike? You actually have compassion for them. So there is a link in the show notes, maryleeganner.com slash consultation. Go ahead and apply. I will reach out. I'll set up a phone call with you. We can go over some of the details, but I'm interested in helping you be that mindful leader with a satisfied life. And there's no reason to wait because it happens quickly. Hi there, leader, and welcome to episode 50 of the Still Space podcast, The Stories of Your Life. Understanding the stories of your life and how they form and shape your interpretation of your life experiences gives you power to understand the perspective you bring to situations. That perspective may have bias, it may be open, or any number of traits. In this episode, we come to notice the stories, big and small, and how they frame our perspectives so that we can uncover the subtle stories that lay underneath, the ones that we don't always think of, the ones that we forget that actually give us a little bit broader insight. What we're going to do today will help you identify the most inspirational parts of your life. It will also help you discover what skills will help you no matter what challenges you address. This is a time for you to look back, reflect, remember, and notice the details present in these motivational moments, details that matter, but also start to recall some of the stories that maybe you don't remember because they are not as loud in your face as some of the more prevalent stories. And some of those stories, those sweet little behind-the-scenes stories, have a lot of wisdom. So how do we uncover these stories of our lives? Well, you can start by thinking of your most fulfilling accomplishments. Maybe list 10 of them on a piece of paper. What has been fulfilling in your personal life, in your work, in your community involvement? Think back to every aspect of your life, your childhood, your activities, your sport your learning, all the firsts that you had, the first day of school, joining a group, maybe you were a scout, maybe you were on a certain team, maybe you were captain of a team. How about vacations, challenges, family, accomplishments in your career, your business, your interests in school? Remember every detail And what about it captivated your attention? There was the time that I, and fill in the blanks, there was the time that I, now when I do this, it's really helpful because I start to remember some things that happened that aren't the really loud stories. I mean, I grew up in a 
nice home with a nice family and we used to go to my grandmother's house and when I look back at some of these stories I think about big things that happened in my life and then I go a little bit farther underneath the surface and I see some strong resilience themes that I hadn't noticed at first. My mother's father died when she was eight years old. My uncle became almost the man of the house. He was 20 some years older than my mother, so there was generational differences there. And I see a family without a lot of skills, learning new skills, teaching themselves skills. He taught himself the real estate market. He went to college. His mother and father did not have a college degree, and he led this family and was a very successful professional in his own right. That's not the story that I used to think about when I thought about my childhood until I really went back and started thinking about my most fulfilling accomplishments, and I can see themes in my life today that go back to that story, how I would go up there and sit in his office on the weekends. He lived about an hour away from me, so sometimes I'd go for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks in the summer and spend time in the office just coloring and doing nonsensical things, but I would be observing what was going on in that office, all of the relationship building, the conflict management, the self-regulation, the self-awareness was really a great learning tool for me. So you're creating this list of most fulfilling accomplishments. And when you make it next to the list, it's almost like a matrix. You have one column with the accomplishment and in the next column, why is this important? So when I think of the stories of my uncle and my mother's sister, they were both really strong professionals in their own right in a home where their mother was the only living parent. I think about why is this important? Because they never, ever felt victimized. They never complained about anything. They were very systematic. And this is very much who I am today, right? And then you begin to analyze these fulfilling stories that you have in your life. Here's where it gets fun. You start to be very curious about them and answer questions like this. Well, what was the thing that I accomplished when I think back of how I applied this story in my life? What was the critical issue that inspired me to use this skill What was the theme or strength that I drew on? And I, just like I explained to you, I drew on the resilience that I witnessed. I drew on the tenacity, especially when I was a single mom of four little kids on welfare, food stamps, and medical assistance. And I was watching this family as a young girl growing up, seeing people with not a whole lot of skills go on and be wildly successful because they never looked back. They only looked forward. They applied their signature strengths. And this is what I emulated in my own life. But here's a question. What did you enjoy most? Well, what I enjoyed most watching them and in my own life was the feeling that comes from being self-sufficient from being independent by having freedom because you are self-sufficient. So that what did you enjoy most 
is something to keep in mind because you deserve to have fun. And why not? Here's a question. What did you do really well? You may have enjoyed some of these things, but there is one thing that you did better than other people. And I think back to the stories of my childhood and watching my aunt and my uncle and my grandmother. What did I do really well that they do really well is being able to listen and take it all in before drawing a conclusion. Because when you are the reactionary leader, You're not able to be depended on. You will be judged. But when you can listen, take it all in and respond appropriately, ask the right questions. But this is how the stories of your life play out in your perspective. Think about how you have become the person that you are based on the influence that you have. This builds your self-awareness, which gives you the power to self-regulate doubt when it intrusively tries to hijack your self-esteem, you go right back to, no, I know how to do this. I'm really well at it. What was the driving motivator for you regarding different points of your life? I know when I was in a big challenge trying to be self-sufficient as a single mom with a bunch of little kids and struggling, what was the driving motivator? I wanted self-sufficiency. I did not want to be dependent on anyone else financially. I wanted to create my own way. What led you to become involved in the things that you like to do? Because this is important. You want to know what is your future pull? What is pulling you? Because if you don't know what is pulling you, you're going to push yourself in directions that don't align with your values. You're going to find yourself frustrated, disappointed. But when you understand what naturally pulls you, you will gravitate more to promotions, to roles to apply for, to things to volunteer for that really fulfill you. Instead of comparing yourself to others that are doing things their way, you're moving in a direction that is synonymous with your core values, your beliefs, your passion, and your purpose. What was your relationship or connection to the people who influenced you? Did it change or grow over time? What did you realize? I mean, there was a time in my life when I was angry at my aunt and my uncle and my grandmother because they spent a lot more time with my cousin than they did with my brother and me. Now, I understand that now over time. When I was young, I didn't understand that. His parents were uh, more troubled and... He didn't get to do as many things as my brother and I did. And so now I understand why my grandmother seemed to favor him, took him on trips lots of times. There were ways that I think that could have been handled differently that wouldn't have been as hurtful, but it was hurtful at the time. I was a child and I didn't understand it. But as we start to examine how I change and grow, I let go of resentment. I let go of anger. I let go of frustration, unmet expectations, and disappointment because I'm growing and understanding more who I am and also understanding what motivates others to do what they do because sometimes that person that you're most angry with needs a little compassion, probably has a lot of fear, and is showing up in a way that is defensive, 
And if they didn't carry that fear, they wouldn't have such bravado. They wouldn't have to overcompensate. And we will then have a little bit more compassion for them. What did you realize as you look back on stories of your life? And then describe the environment. Who was there? How did they respond to things? How did they respond to people you cared about? How did they respond to people that you didn't care about? And as you're starting to watch this in your own life, you're starting to ferret out skills that you have that you've developed over time based on the experiences that you've witnessed and allowed yourself to be part of. And some of these skills are really good career skills that you want to have in your language of how you describe what it is that you're good at. So some of those skills, and these don't show up all the time on resumes, but there's something to keep in mind. Maybe some of those skills include the ability to work under pressure, maybe adaptability, analyzing well, attention to detail, being thorough, good budgeting, calculating data, checking for accuracy, communicating with young and old and all generations, comparing results, being able to address others not in a confrontation, but for the purpose of investigation or collaboration, critical thinking skills, problem solving, delegating, dramatizing ideas to make them easier to understand for people, developing programs and projects and plans, effective listening, encouraging people, entertaining, being ethical and estimating, expressing feelings that otherwise aren't on the table, being very comfortable and intimate with the discomfort that people have regarding a layoff, regarding termination, regarding change, to help shepherd people through transitions, handling money, inspecting buildings or equipment, interpreting languages, interviewing, knowledge of the community, leading teams, listening to people, maintaining emotional control under stress, managing people, managing organizations, mediating between people, meeting deadlines, organizing things, having patience, people management, performing clerical skills with detail, planning organizational needs, predicting future trends, questioning others, promoting events, problem solving, problem analysis, raising money, recognizing problems that nobody sees, relating to others, being likable, reliability, resourcefulness, risk-taking, sales ability, being self-motivated, selling ideas, selling products or services, serving people, suggesting courses of action, summarizing data, supporting others, taking decisive action, teamwork, thinking logically, innovating, technology. 
Okay, these are career skills, but what about life skills? Because this is part of who you are too. And if you're looking for a new role or you're looking more to connect with the team that you're with, they want to be able to get to know you. So what life skills do you have? Are you a baker? Can you can and preserve? Can you fix a car? Fix things in the house? Be counted on for doing the dishes? Cardiopulmonary resuscitation, driving, dusting, first aid, organizing clothing, towels, sheets, following a recipe, cleaning, mowing the lawn, painting, plumbing, raking, tracking personal finances, wallpapering, washing clothes, personal life skills like caring for people, common sense, cooperation, curiosity, effort, flexibility, friendship, initiative, integrity, organizing things, organizing people, patience, perseverance, problem solving with people, not just work, responsibility, sense of humor, And you define some of these skills so that you can start to put some form around the function of your leadership brand. Pick five words that describe what you want to be known for, your way of dealing with things, your strategy. I'm going to give you an example of some words that might describe your leadership brand. Analytical, big picture, assertive, clever, client-focused, commercial-confident, A person who connects the dots, conscientious, cooperative, courageous, determined, direct, disciplined, dynamic, easygoing, effective, efficient, energetic. Jot down some of these because knowing yourself more and being able to tell stories around your brand, this is an engaging way to have people follow you and label you as a must-have. Here's some other traits, enthusiastic, entrepreneurial, execution-oriented, expert, farsighted, firm, flexible, focused, friendly, fun, helpful, honest, funny, imaginative, innovative, insightful, logical, methodical, motivated, on time, organized, original, perceptive, positive, practical, a problem solver, productive, Purposeful, a quality person, very focused on quality, quick-witted, realistic, results-driven, a risk-taker, self-reliant, sincere, straight-talking, team-oriented, tenacious, thorough, unconventional. Doing an exercise like this is effective in two ways. Number one, if you're looking to advance and you're not sure what is unique about you, doing something like this helps you put some structure and some form in place so that you can speak to how you've achieved things and they can get to know you. You have to have self-awareness to be able to do this. Additionally, if you're stuck, if you feel defeated, if you're questioning your value, when you go through an exercise like this, you won't be questioning your value because now you have succinctly defined aspects of yourself that you sort of have taken for granted, but that are finite. 
that you can speak to, that you can tell stories around, that you can share with other people. And when you do this, now you're starting to give yourself a little bit of a break that, you know what? I am pretty awesome. I had forgotten these things. So spend a little time to invest in you because you are worth it. I remember when I applied for my first role as a CEO, the CEO of the hospital was looking to hire the president and CEO of the hospital's foundation. And he brought in the chairman of the board to meet me. And they asked me, can you tell us a little about yourself? And at that point, I had a choice. I could tell them the story of how I've going through a divorce. It's really hard. My husband's not supporting his children, blah, blah, blah. But I chose to go a different route. And I chose to pull up my leadership brand and all of the positive aspects of what I had learned in my life. And instead, that story sounded like this. At this point in my life, I found that I am the sole provider of my four children, which they could tell because they were, could see me sitting there without a wedding ring on, and I had already talked about my children. I told them how I had managed to secure a role as a journalist at the major metropolitan newspaper in town, and in, in turn picked up a lot of PR roles, and I had helped organizations raise money on a volunteer basis, and I wanted to put those same skills to use for them because it's fun for me, I'm good at it, and I have a track record of being successful. I got that job without one of the degrees on paper that was required, without the breadth of experience that was required, but I had measurable key accomplishments that had exceeded what their department did the year prior, just with me having been a volunteer. So I was prepared for that meeting because I went through this exercise and that's where I encourage you to do the same. Invest some time in yourself, reflecting on the stories, reflecting on what you've learned, reflecting on how you've positioned signature strengths based on what you've learned and what you've accomplished doing those. You are awesome and your history up until this point positions you for everything that you want to have and everything that you will be. No doubt, just spend a little bit of time writing it down. I'm glad you were with me today and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. 